Await no longer, greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the pl- players. I'm your host, Kyle Stevenson, aka Hootet Ninja73, and it's usually I sit here with my best friend Joe and talk about the latest and greatest in PlayStation. But since Joe is recovering from his surgery still, uh, it was he really, really wanted to make it this episode, but uh, he needs to rest up. His health is more important than talking playstation so uh, with me today i have uh my buddy from kind of nyc mixed Toundro. mike how you doing solid fine how are you kyle solid fine i like that a lot <laughs> as well as uh our friend mike uh, not mike you're not mike <laughs> cam hawkins uh over from dual shockers what's going on cam uh i'm doing good i'm you know here to hang out talk about playstation and have a good time Absolutely. Um, you can listen to this show wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube at Bad Bit Games. And if you like what you hear, please drop us a five-star review on iTunes or drop us a buck on Patreon.com slash BadBit. So with all that said and with all that out of the way, let's get going into the greatest there is in PlayStation. Uh, but before we get into what we've been playing, uh, Cam, what are you all about? Where are you from? What do you do? Why are you here talking PlayStation? Uh, yeah, I'm... Uh... Staff writer over at DualShockers.com. I've been featured on Kind of Funny Games Daily, Inside Gaming, and soon to be IGN. So that's going to be super uh, cool Hell and exciting. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm uh, also a big part of the Kind of Funny community. I love that community and I love the people there, including you two. And uh, yeah. Awesome. And uh, Mike, what do you do? Everything, man. Everything. Uh, <laughs> I am one of the co-founders, along with Kyle and Kelsey Lynn Lewis, of Kinda NYC, KindaNYC.com. Uh, Kyle and I are part are are part of a video game podcast over there called Platform Agnostic at Plat Agnostic. Again, you can find that like the Trophy Room on all major podcast services. We also do a conversational podcast, Dollar Slice Podcast at Dollar Slice Pod, uh, and over on Twitch.tv slash Kinda Kinda NYC, we do you know game streams, live reactions, stuff like that. Coming up, we're gonna do uh, live reactions to the devolver digital i'm sorry was it the devolver direct uh which yeah. i cannot cannot wait <laughs> to see what nina struthers is up to uh then the following day ubisoft forward and then uh rumored i think july 24th we're gonna be doing the uh the xbox showcase um Ooh. so yeah a lot of stuff go follow five star rate share all that good stuff yeah awesome well thank you so much for joining me so last minute uh so yeah before we're actually before we get into what we've been playing um I want to give a sh- special shout out to our new patrons for the month of uh, June. Uh, Dave Ernsberger and Games Mean Something. Thank you so much. Uh, gold members, Griffin West, Robbie Bobby Miller himself. Silver Plus members, Marcus O'Neill, Ray Martinez, and JB Purple Monkey. Uh, Patreon helps us make the best show that we know how to make. And at the same time, rewarding you for helping us grow. We have a new episode of our Patreon exclusive Road to Greatness, where we deep dive on The Last of Us Part 2. So if you ever helped get helped, uh, if we ever helped get you through a workday commute or got you through a rough day, would mean the world if you threw us a buck or two over at patreon.com slash badbit. Uh, so yeah. What what have we been playing? Where who wants to start? Anything good? Because we're I know for me personally, I'm still trying to get over my Last of Us Part Two <laughs> first playthrough. It took a lot out of me. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, like, I'm trying to find that that middle ground there. Yeah, before we started recording, trying to figure out what to play next after Last of Us Part Two. So I'm still in that limbo of yeah. emotions. 
Um, I don't know if I want to start my new game plus right away and go for the platinum or jump into something like uh, Liberated or uh, finish my Luigi's Mansion 3 playthrough finally to mm, uh, nice. you know Luigi's Mansion the best uh, PlayStation uh, <laughs> exclusive out there. We love all games here. We love all games. Yeah. What about you, Cam? Uh, yeah, I'm playing through Persona 5 Royal still. I'm one palace away from getting into like the new stuff so uh i'm really looking forward to finally getting to that um because a lot um of you know what i've played so far is a lot of the same there's some new stuff but um i'm uh excited that i get to finally get into the thick of it um when it comes to the new content uh i you know finished uh, the last of us part two as well um enjoyed that game uh i just did a like near five hour spoiler cast yeah. for that game yeah. last night um there's a lot to talk about in that game um yeah and uh what else am i playing actually uh, real quick cam before yeah. you go what else you're playing i know from our previous talks like you know in person online whatever that you're not a huge fan of the first one yeah correct mm-hmm. no, no you don't have to go like full into it yeah but, like, yeah, 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 yeah i'm the not... second one yeah, yeah i'm was not it better than what you expected uh yeah i'm not a big fan of the first game um i think a lot of the things about the first game i think that other games have done before it and better personally but uh i think that i don't think it's a bad game i just don't Mm -hmm. i just i just didn't really click with me and i don't fully understand the praise behind it but uh with the second game uh i thought it was I, i liked it um i thought it was I liked it because it did something new and it tried something new. I don't think it really nailed everything across the board. Um, like if I had to put a number on it, I would give it like an 8.5 out of 10. But I definitely think that um, the narrative was very interesting. And um, there was, again, there's a lot to talk about. And I think that mm-hmm. that in a sense shows a sign of success. Um, so yeah, I, I again, I, I enjoyed yes. it. I enjoyed it more than the first one. Um, and uh i'm i but you know i, I don't want to get i don't yeah again i don't want to divulge too yeah. too much into it like i i i liked it um i definitely have my issues with it but i i liked sure. it more than the first game for sure gotcha. how dare yeah. you not give it a 10 how dare you I know. internet go after him <laughs> <laughs> don't cam's awesome yeah don't do that and no mike didn't mean that either. i did not mean that no, no yeah, yeah no, no. i know yeah. you did <laughs> hey internet don't be a dick yeah please don't stop um yeah, I'm sorry, Cam. I cut you off. What else were you playing other than Persona? Um, PlayStation wise, uh, nothing. Uh, but outside of that, um, I've been I got a Ring Fit Adventure a few weeks ago, so I've been slowly Uh-oh. but surely like I've been using that as kind of like my uh, as a workout because you know I, I I've I've been wanting to lose um some weight and slim down and stuff like that, but I just don't have the motivation when I go to the gym to do so. Uh, but Ring Fit is like a fun way to actual to to do that, you know, at home, and you're still playing a game, and and it actually like it really kicks your ass, like it really does, um, you know, make you sweat and like make you need to sit down and drink some water, and yeah, yeah, uh, and it comes with like a lot of cool tips and tricks and uh, about exercising and dieting and all that jazz, so that's really cool. Um, is that still super hard to find? It's been popping uh, up more it's, recently. It's been starting to. It it's gotten. It's gotten like a second wave of like mm-hmm. um of new stock, but it's coming in sporadically, like in bits. And I know pieces. you go on eBay and the prices. Yeah, outrageous. yeah. No, you can definitely. Normally, it seems like for the past like two weeks, like 
if you're following Wario 64, at least once a day, he'll say like mm-hmm. on somewhere yeah, that, hey, it's in stock. Like you can pick That's it good. up. Um, and then, yeah. yeah I I, think, uh, uh, go ahead. Just really quick. I, I think the next time he's, he's going to, uh, next time he shouts it out, I do want to pick it up because like I it's walked great. to the bagel place around the corner today and I was like severely out of breath and like I want to kill myself. So I really need to do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really great. And, um, and yeah, it uh and then outside of that I've I've been playing like kinda on the back burner normally something uh for me to play as I am getting ready for bed and laying in bed before I fall asleep. I've been playing through Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Um oh, which is cool. Uh still very early into it, but been playing that. And then I I'm I'm planning on just because I keep on going on podcasts where we're where uh it's on like the dock and I haven't uh, played it and I want to like actually be able to contribute. Uh, I'm gonna start up the first Pokemon DLC today uh, or tonight probably. Hell yeah! Uh, I was going to wait until Crown of Tundra was out and just play knock them both out at the same time, but uh, I was invited on uh, a podcast again for like uh, the third podcast to talk like, and that's gonna be on the docket. So I was just like, oh, I should, I should actually play this. And you know, I'm I'm still getting the exp- I'm still paying for the expansion pass, which is going to be the same amount when I do it eventually. So you know, I'll, I'll, I'm going to try um, within the next two days to play as much of it as I can, uh, leading up to that. But yeah, uh, that's what I've been playing Sweet. recently. Yeah, po- Pokemon's um, great. It's it's quick, but it's great. Yeah. I uh, I w- like I said earlier, I'm trying to find the thing to play after Last of Us. Um, I bought a 2DS recently, and I wanted to for the sole reason actually to play uh, Dragon Quest Eight. I oh yeah, that's the number. I always confuse the number. The Journey to uh, the Cursed King. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, that's actually a f- funny story, which I was talking about on a pre, uh, like on a podcast I was doing earlier today. Because uh, I also, I think you got the same one. Like you got like the the, the hundred dollars. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing, uh, and I've been picking up. Uh, I've been like compiling a list of 3ds and ds mm-hmm. games that i want to play and specifically like dragon quests four through nine are all on the t- ds yeah. or, or 3ds but those ds copies oh my god they are so like to get a, to find a new copy mm-hmm. or even a copy just with that's complete with the box and manual like 80 dollars yeah, for like the cheapest yeah. for the cheapest and i'm like yeah it's crazy yeah uh so i started that up i played it before not f- to the end but i wanted to play it instead of just buying a ps2 and a memory card and everything all over i figured this is the best way to do it have and you I've heard this version's great yeah have um, you have you played uh 11 i have a little bit it's okay. it's one of my things i want to finish out this summer uh did you get probably after ghosts did you get it on a ps4 ps4 yeah I okay didn't get the you didn't version. get the okay um, yeah I, I just picked up the i would like version. to for that what the 16-bit retro yeah. version the thing retro yeah version. it comes cool. with the retro version yeah so i got that one uh out of the switch games that i bought i bought that and i bought the like uh the first three games compiled oh, in yeah. the one mm-hmm. thing oh, cool so yeah because just knowing how the other dragon quests cost so much right now yeah. i'm like Might as well jump i'm buying on. i'm buying all like i'm buying 11 physically i'm buying <laughs> yeah. the, the one through three physically i'm not messing around you know, the, Ky- the Kyle other- bought a 2ds but he didn't purchase the most important game on <laughs> on the 3ds family of systems which is a fucking crime what game is that star, star fox, fox 64 buddy oh okay nope <laughs> at first i was just like okay is it gonna be some like very obscure game i've never heard nope. about that's like just some, star fox. some no it's meme. the greatest game ever made actually <laughs> if you uh so 
let, I'm sorry, Cam, but uh, let me let, let me pull us out of the yeah, Starbucks yeah, 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 hole yeah, yeah. here. Uh, the the other game that I have been I put in a couple hours to, which I, I think is really cool, is a game called Fury Unleashed. Um, it is described from I believe it's Awesome Games Studios is the developer behind it. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, great name. <laughs> uh, it's a combo driven roguelike action platformer. Uh, each kill increases your combo, hits certain thresholds, and your damage resistance and healing powers kick in. Um, if you like Dead Cells, if you like Rogue Legacy like I do, Rogue Legacy is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, this is scratching that itch before the second game, uh, Early Access. I get to play it soon, hopefully. I think August, I think. Um, it okay. also has a lot of uh, old-school platform shooter vibes from like Contra and Metal Slug, uh, artistically, at least. Um, and it's really cool, like, your character is a comic uh, hero, and you're playing within the panels of a comic book. And at certain points, um, like, it will take you out of it, and it will show real-world, like, text from the creator, and he's, like, doubting his ability to keep writing, and, like, wondering if he can keep going on with this story is he a one-hit wonder is is this all he has and i thought that was really really cool and uh it's got a really cool skill tree and you can customize your character you can unlock new looks like i think i'm playing now as like a wolf soldier which is cool um they have like challenges that you can pick up and if you complete them then you'll unlock that weapon to start the game because of roguelikes uh everything gets wiped and you, you start from the beginning all the power-ups you pick up the armor you pick up during that run they go away but these skills that you add up stay with you um so yeah it's a lot of fun uh trophy list is really really good if you're a trophy hunter uh some really hard ones but there's a ton on that list that it, it, you will pop them every once in a while and it feels good Platinum. Like you're actually earning them. Oh, yeah, there's platinum. Okay, just make sure. It's a generic platinum name, I think, but there's a platinum at least. Is it Fury Platinum or whatever? I think it's just <laughs> like... 100%. I think it's just like completed or yeah. something like that. I don't know. That's fine. But yeah, that's what we've been playing. And now let's square up the news. The first one is a big one. Today, Shuhei Yoshida came out of hiding and finally showed off what he's been working on as part of the indie division over at PlayStation. And this comes from the PlayStation blog. Hi, everyone. As some, of, as some of you have, may have noticed, I have long been a big fan of indie games. And ever since I was appointed as head of Indies Initiative for PlayStation in November the last year, I have been working closely with all departments at Sony Interactive Entertainment to elevate our efforts to help make indie developers' lives easier and their titles shine in the super competitive video game market. I'm pleased to formally announce the PlayStation Indies initiative. With PlayStation Indies, we hope to spotlight and support the best of the best indie games being published on PlayStation and the entire indie community as a whole. Our goal is to make PlayStation the best place to develop, find, and play great indie games. The indie community is increasingly important for the future of the video game industry, as AAA game development has grown so financially demanding that big companies are finding it harder to take risks to invest in new concepts that may or may not work. We trust indie developers with strong visions will continue to bring ideas that have never been tried before, creating whole new genres of games and advancing the art and meaning of video games. PlayStation has always embraced games with completely new concepts like Parappa the Rapper, Katamari Damacy, Little Big Planet, and Journey, and we look forward to seeing what surprising new ideas will come next. I was so excited to see the strong reactions to the amazing indie titles featured in the PS5 Future of Gaming event a few weeks ago. Do they not look charming and interesting? 
I, for one, could not get the Bug Snack song out of my head for a few days since the show went live. <laughs> Hell yeah. While details are still forthcoming, we are also happy to confirm a new indie title will join the PlayStation Now service every month, starting with Hello Neighbor in July. Please look out for our monthly PS Now post for more information. Today, alongside news of the PlayStation Indies initiative, we're happy to debut nine imaginative and exciting titles coming to both PS4 and PS5. Stay tuned throughout the morning for these reveals, which we'll gather up once they've all concluded. Can't wait to hear what you think. So the following nine are what they showed off. Worms Rumble, real-time multiplayer action. Haven, a chill co-op adventure. Uh, Carto, a charming, innovative puzzle adventure. Recompile, a hacking-themed platformer. Where the Heart Is, a narrative adventure between truth and fiction. The Recursive World Simulation of Puzzle-Making Process in Maquette. Action Platformer Fist, Forge in Shadow Tech, or Torch, excuse me. Uh, And Heavenly Bodies and Creeks, I believe, were the other one. Mm -hmm. Which is, uh, I still don't know what Creeks is by looking at it. It's cool art style. But my question to you guys is, uh, one... What was the one that kind of really caught your eye and then you're excited to play? And two, why do we expect PlayStation to stick with this Indies thing and really put the time and effort into making this Indies initiative a full thing throughout the entire generation and not kind of falling off on it? I mean, let's start with uh, let's start with Cam. Uh, I think that the that like when it comes to the, the initiative, I think that it's going to be taken seriously. Like with with mm-hmm. Shuhei and, uh, involved in that head role for it, um, you know, because I feel like in the beginning of the of the uh, generation, you know, PS4 was kind of in the was the main platform that indies would lean towards uh, when it comes to console, and then once the Switch came out. You know, it kind of shifted there, so uh, back mm-hmm. to them. So I feel like now, like this was their way to try and uh, get back on the board of sorts, uh, because uh, I also feel like that there was a point where, like, kind of once Xbox kind of started getting back on their feet, that even Xbox was getting more of a attention from the indie games than PlayStation was. Um, but then once Switch came out, it just like really just blew it. <laughs> you know, it went completely towards towards Nintendo. Um, so it'll be, it'll be interesting. Cause I think that, um, I think it's cool that like, that they're starting to, that they're going to add like the, uh, the new indie title will join the PlayStation now service and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, one a month, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of, they're trying to do the thing that like Xbox game pass is doing where, the, um, you know, cause I think it was someone that was a developer for like Desperados three or something. And talked about like or uh, talked about how because of Game Pass, their sales have what over quadrupled, like quin quintupled, like the yeah. like five times as much of sales um, because of Game Pass. Um, so I am sure that having um, those games on PlayStation Now will also help. Even though like I don't think PlayStation Now is as big as uh, Game Pass. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. What about you? What do you think about this indie initiative? Uh, I think it's really cool. I think the fact that, well, two things. The fact that Shu is behind it and have a force like Shu heading this whole initiative is a sign of them hopefully taking it seriously. Like, I mean, they never really truly given up on indies for the PS4 generation, but obviously it took a back burner with, like, showcases that just show AAA, AAA after AAA and not really giving 
indies a spotlight, but I think that will change since there is a label like Idea Xbox or like Nindies. Granted, I know Nindies is not really a thing anymore. It was an indie world, right? It's yeah. It's so dumb. <laughs> um, so hopefully this is a sign that it is going to carry through the PS5 generation. Um, and yeah, like Cam was saying with PlayStation Now, like, yeah, it's still, I don't think it's as big as Game Pass, but I hope that this is like... There, there's been hints at them trying to take PS Now a little more seriously. And I hope that eventually, when we presumably get a blowout of PS Five features, that PS Now is featured in that, and hopefully they make the change that Game Pass is doing by like make everything downloadable. Granted, all PS Four games are downloadable, but hopefully they could somehow figure out how to do that with PS Three and other platforms. Um, and yeah, and just like I, I want to see PlayStation give indies attention because like oh something they pointed out in the blog post i think like early on in the ps4 generation i mean everybody at launch was playing contrast resogun and near launch octodad and that's what carried us through like the beginning days of the ps4 yeah. when nothing was coming out and it was a huge part of the, that platform and why it was so successful um yeah and to answer your second question or i guess your first question sure. uh i to to me almost all these look really cool um but the one that stood out to me the most is recompile um the, the hacking theme platformer. It looks very much like a Res or Resogun in art style, um, mm-hmm. except in a 3D platformer kind of thing. I, that's so my jam. Yeah. Uh, and just a note also, all the games are not all PS4 and PS5. Some are just PS5, some are both, some are just PS4. Yeah, and we know like games like Haven is, are coming elsewhere as well. Yeah, um, that's another thing to point out also. Xbox today, which is very interesting timing, uh, they announced their uh, essentially their their summer game fest kind of thing for uh, demos and whatnot. I think yeah. it's sixty demos across the week of July twenty first, um, which are going to be a lot of cross platform things. But mm-hmm. again, something like that too. Like I would love if PlayStation did something like that because that's something Steam showed uh, they had a lot of success in, and obviously I I would imagine Xbox is going to have a lot of success in this. And yeah, yeah I wish but- PlayStation would just double down and be like, hey. 60 demos like Skatebird, Carry On, all this Spirit Fair. Play them on our platform. See what it's about. We care about indies. We're here to stay. Yeah, especially since no one is going to a, a trade show. Exactly. Soon. And I think even that's probably the best way to do it. Yeah, and on that Xbox article, they, they straight up said, like, these are demos that would normally be at trade shows. They're not going to be perfect. They're not, like, demos that are usually on our platform, which is, like, a cool way to get people used to, like, these new early access kind of things because obviously like people like us people who have been to trade shows and paxes and stuff and played early builds like thanks mm-hmm. to our publisher friends like we know the deal like we understand that but like if somebody played like the early build of skaper that i played two years ago they would probably trash on the game so it's nice to start educating the the normal gamer base now yeah. and yeah i wish i wish this was a cross console kind of thing because it would be really cool to have playstation on board with this kind of stuff for sure yeah uh, to me, with this, I think this is awesome. I think when the 360 PS3 generation was around, like when I thought of indies, I thought of 360 because mm-hmm. of the Xbox Live Arcade. I remember even that um, that documentary, which I'm blanking on the name of, but had like Super Meat Boy and uh, Fez were part of that one. Was it just Indie Games The Doc? Right? Was that what it was called? Probably. Uh, but I doc. just me- I, I just remember them talking about like. I, I equate that to Xbox, those games. Yeah, you can play them on PlayStation, but it was such a huge part of getting these smaller experiences on the 360 and Xbox marketplace. 
And then PS4 came around, and it kind of changed, like you said, like right off the bat, Contrast, uh, Resogun, and uh, Octodad, and like it continued forward. Or like PS Plus games who would have indie stuff in there sometimes. Like it's important. Indies help fuel gaming console generations. Helps like, build it, the libraries. Play, build the libraries. It, 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 different genres to try out, and just keep you satisfied before the next big blockbuster comes out and even if you just play indies you're gonna have a great time too yeah. like straight up indies the games are awesome no matter what two quick things uh yeah indie game the movie Thank uh you. 2012 documentary about fez braid and um uh, 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 uh super meat boy yeah. um and shit what was i just gonna say uh, oh uh no it shows that they're kind of being a little more serious about it also showing bug snacks in the ps5 reveal yeah mm-hmm. speaking sure. of octodad yeah and like yeah, like you both said, shoes ahead of this. Shoes not going to let this fail anytime soon. No. Uh, Cam, did you have one of those nine games that you you liked from what you saw? Uh, I actually haven't gotten the chance to see it. Oh, okay. Uh, which is why I didn't really comment on it. But I mean, let me regard- let me let me pitch you on. Uh, what was it fist? Hell yeah! Uh, <laughs> it is a rabbit rabbit in a mech suit with a giant metal fist, and it's a. Scrolling... I I actually did see that game. I I no, yes. like, I've seen that game before <laughs> this. Like I've seen that yeah. game. Before. Oh okay, sweet. Yeah yeah yeah. I um. I, I'm yeah. I'm all in on that. game. Yeah, that looks that interesting awesome. for sure. Yes, uh, as well as uh, maquette. Uh, yeah, with, like the brainy ass puzzle where it is a world within a world, and then another tiny world inside, and you can manipulate things, kind of like um. Game comes out next week. Super, super liminal. Super liminal. Yeah. Yeah. That game. Yeah. Super liminal. Like yeah. Really heady, brainy puzzle games, but it looks really, really cool. Yeah. I yeah. saw. I didn't play it, but I saw Maquette at PAX East because they announced it at PAX East. It's an Annapurna game. Um, I was too intimidated to play it because I am very <laughs> bad at these games because I am a simple dumb boy. I uh, pl- I <laughs> played. Interesting. I played Maquette and I really did not like that game when I played it. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. okay. I yeah. I I it took me way too long like not even because like it was hard it was because it doesn't like you know maybe i'm just i'm maybe it's just me but like you know even with like puzzle games like they give you some sort of basis of a tutorial on what you're supposed to do this game like does not do anything it just drops you in it's like figure it out and i'm just like i don't like that could literally it could literally be anything you know what i mean and and for me that that that, that excites me that no see that that, no that turns me off (laughs) that gives me that gives me the witness vibes and i love the witness nope yeah (laughs) i'm not figured out on your own type thing hard no i love annapurna i would love to give it a chance to give annapurna more (laughs) of my money but hard no Oh, will I be frustrated playing? Hell yes, I would. But I'm going to enjoy. I'll be real dumb and enjoy my Dude, time. Dude, even it. looking up, like, the, like, looking at a walkthrough for The Witness, I still didn't understand what the fuck <laughs> I was doing. <laughs> I was like, oh, let that's me look fair. through a walkthrough for some puzzles, and I'll eventually, like, yeah. it'll click, and it'll be fine. Nope. Didn't work. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, to go along with uh, the Indies announcement, uh, going into our next news story from Nick McGuire over at PlayStation Blog, PS Plus Games for July and its 10th anniversary. Hi everyone, wow. It's been 10 years since PlayStation Plus was first introduced to the world on June 29th, 2010. And we truly want to thank all of you for supporting PS Plus over the past decade. It's been a memorable journey over the years, bringing gamers together and providing access to compelling content and exclusive discounts for our members. We wouldn't be here without all of you, so as a thank you, we wanted to make this upcoming monthly games announcement extra special by adding a bonus game to our incredible lineup. 
the month of or between July 7th and August 3rd, you'll be able to claim and redeem NBA 2K20, Rise of the Tomb Raider, 20 year celebration, and the bonus game of Erica. I won't give you the synopsis of, of NBA and Tomb Raider. I'm pretty sure you know those games. But Erica is a feature-length cinematic experience that merges high-fidelity high Hollywood production values with engaging tactile gameplay. Gameplay. Become Erica, a brave young lady played, plagued with nightmares of your father's murder. With the traumatic events that have haunted you as a child, dragged back into the light of the present day via grisly new cues. It's up to you to unearth the shocking truth behind this devastating tragedy. Every choice you make influences how the game develops with multiple endings awaiting you at the finale of the emotional branching narrative. We'll also be releasing a free PS4 theme later this week to celebrate 10 years of PS Plus. The theme will be available on the PS Store for a limited time, so be on the lookout. For those of you that haven't tried the online multiplayer benefit for PS Plus, we'll also be hosting a free online multiplayer weekend starting July 4th at 12.01am through July 5th at 11.59pm in your local time. Online multiplayer games sold separately. Requires internet connection. Uh, it's great to see how much PS Plus has grown over the years, starting with the very first PS Plus game offered, Wipeout HD. It's offering more than 1,000 <laughs> games game. to PS Plus members over the last 10 years. As we walk down memory lane, we'll leave you with a quick snapshot of PS Plus from the past decade. Thank you again for your continued support, and we look forward to celebrating with you. So yeah, June 29th, 2010 is when PS Plus started. Wipeout HD was the very first offering. June 2012, monthly games uh, was when it started. Uh, so two years later is when we got free games every month. Interesting. Uh, 64 games offered over the first year of PS Plus. Over 1,000 games total in the past decade. 41.5 million PS Plus users. Um, the text, text is really small, so I'm trying to read it off this image. Uh, top, uh, the top five monthly games that have ever been redeemed for PS Plus. This is baffling to me. <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare, uh, the four, the the um, the the, PS3 yeah, the original, the original. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the PS3 one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sonic Forces at number two. Hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus, Call of Duty Black Ops three, and Destiny two. And then the five online multiplayer games are GTA five, Rainbow Six Siege. Black Ops Three, Destiny, and Black Ops Four. Rainbow Six Siege yeah. is surprising. Like I know that I know it's, that community is yeah. like is is pretty big, but like I don't know. I didn't expect it to be in top five for sure. Yeah, it it goes to show you just how how uh, incredible the community is. It keeps going back, and, and they update yeah. it pretty frequently. I yeah, always no, wanted that... to play. I think I would suck and drag my team down. So I yeah, didn't try. The... I was always salty about siege because uh rainbow six was a patriot when they first announced that trailer then they scrapped it for siege it looked mm -hmm. so good i'm still salty about that yeah but that because that game re relatively flopped in the beginning and they and they just yeah. picked it back up like like kind of like final fantasy 14 style and now it's like one of the best multiplayer experiences that's um, like the story of this generation like all these you know live service games just flopping in the beginning and then now they're yeah. the biggest things in the world yeah finding the groove yeah um, we have two questions uh, from our community. These are taken from Twitter. If you want to ask your questions to be read on the show, hit us up at PS Trophy Room on Twitter or hit up the Casa de Bad Bit Discord channel and, and ask your questions there. The first one comes from uh, Rigo at Dreaded Diablo on Twitter. What would you both like to see Sony do for the playstation plus anniversary was this enough of an offering this is me asking this follow-up was this uh enough of an offering for 10 years or did you want more 
Um, I mean, I'm never going to complain about free games. I mm-hmm. like if I NBA 2K. I know a lot of people are stoked about that. Not for me. Uh, if they were going to pick a Tomb Raider game, I wish it was the newest one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, Erica, I'm genuinely excited about because I I've been interested in that for for since it was unveiled and released during some conference. Um, yeah. But these three games and a theme do seem like pretty lackluster. Again, I'm not like I'm not mad or anything. It's cool, but like I would have expected something pretty fucking big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Cam? Uh, so I'm not a big PlayStation Plus person. I'm more of an uh, you know Xbox games with gold. Like that's sure. you know my thing. Um, and just like c- trying to compare the two, if that were to happen, I mean it's it's fine. Like I'm not. I'm not yeah, again, I'm not. I'm never gonna complain about free games. Um, I don't particularly like. I think it's. I don't think it particularly warrants something big but i mean like we're getting uh it's three games now uh this month instead of two regularly right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. so there's that like that i think that uh should be taken into account like i just don't think that i don't know if they did because you know eventually they end up putting out their exclusives on there like we've seen uh second son uh be one of those games uh you know the last of us bloodborne shadow of the colossus but like you know you can't like like, i don't i I don't i wouldn't expect to like oh you know god of war is the new you know totally uh so it 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 is what it is like i mean i wouldn't uh i wouldn't be upset about it if if it was something Mm -hmm. similar to xbox i'd be like oh okay like it's cool i think the statistics are more interesting than anything like um yeah it yeah. uh, it would have been cool if just because we we're just talking about siege. It would have been cool if it was something like siege that was free for the for the month, and they they talked about a free what was a free online weekend? online multiplayer. Yeah, July fourth weekend. It seems like, but like or July fourth yeah. and fifth. Like cool, but like it would have been cooler if it was tied to a specific game. Like, hey, like Rainbow Six Siege is free this month, and guess what? You can play for free this weekend yeah. if you mm-hmm. want to try it out. Something that I think could have been a cool idea is if they made uh gta 5 free because they're doing that they're going to be ended doing yeah, that promotion yeah, for ps5 yeah. that's just like hey the, you know the the generation's ending this year like mm-hmm. why not like here's some money yeah. give it for free and then it'll yep. just bring you know uh because it's coming to ps5 anyway like it'll be a perfect reason for people to hop on ps5 uh mm-hmm. gta 5 when that when that happens so that yeah. would have been a more of a 10th anniversary kind of thing it would have been yeah. also cool if like let's say like my you know my marketing mind for playstation kind of fucking thing if it was gta and uh wipeout collection for ps4 since it's the first ps plus game that would have been a fun kind of thing yeah um, a little throwback yeah. type thing and i mean we've all been thinking and saying this forever it would have been nice if they finally said like hey guess what every month you're gonna get a psvr game oh the dream <laughs> like which at this point <laughs> yeah. i don't think is happening because no, it doesn't you know, unless psvr uh, 2 is sooner sure. than we think yeah uh part of me feels like when ps5 rolls around and that first month of ps plus part of me feels like we're gonna get like the god of war ps5 version probably that first month and i think that would be a baller move by playstation well sure. you would imagine that because they mentioned what was it a hundred of the most top played games or whatever yeah. are backwards compatible so far you'd imagine god of war is on that list oh absolutely so yeah it, i don't yeah I, I like i don't think they're gonna kill support on ps4 no. games right away for ps plus i mean it took forever to do ps3 and beta so mm-hmm. you'd imagine that they're gonna try to stick with a lot of backwards compatible kind of things going forward 
Yeah, yeah I mean, because because uh, even Xbox still does 360 games for yeah. games with gold. Even OG. Yeah. 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 yeah and OG as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, because the backwards compatibility thing is cool. With with God of War, like I don't see like God of like the uh, them doing God of War as a one of the first months of uh, PS5 because mm. because it's just gonna be backwards compatible. Like they're not going to like reprint or like anything like in a, a PS5 version of the game. They're just gonna do like they'll probably do like some sort of update if anything. Yeah. Um, I don't think that they would do like a um like a PS5 version. It's just more it's just the backwards oh, compatible. No. Yeah, yeah, that, that's kind of what I meant. Like, oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, like, so you can download the sure. that with the, the update on it. Sure. Which yeah, you can imagine, it seems more realistic because isn't God of War on or it was on PS Now recently? Isn't it still on PS it Now? Is. It, it, no, it was taken off. It oh, was, it was like a off? month or two. Okay, okay. but it was, was on. Yeah. So like it was available. Like yeah. mm-hmm. It was available for 10 bucks a month or whatever if you yeah. want, really want to play it that way. So, like, um, Yeah, and to uh, to follow this up, we have another question from Todd Akshra from at T O X T R A on Twitter. When does PS Now PS Plus get relaunched to be the Game Pass Game Pass fighter it needs to be? Uh, Todd is coining it PS All Play, all in for a hundred dollars a year or ten dollars a month. What are we gonna see that combination and and get the gel and the unity from PlayStation that we all want so much with these two services. I mean, we kind of I touched on it a little earlier. I'm I really hope they do reshape PS now. I would love a combo package like how there is Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. Makes too much sense. I don't know. But, uh, but the, does PlayStation need to? Like Yeah. Um I don't I like they I don't think they particularly need to but again like this is this is just you know this is me speaking like it in my opinion like as of right now where if i were to suggest a console to someone who's like not into news and games and stuff like that that uh just wants a console like what's the best bang for their buck Personally, I think like I would suggest the PlayStation last of the three consoles because the Switch is like the Switch, like it's portable. It's like it, it, it has all the fa- those factors. And then with Xbox, with just Game Pass alone, like Game Pass mm-hmm. alone, it's just like here's this console for two hundred dollars, like mm-hmm. pays what a hundred dollars a year, and you have like this giant catalog of games that is like ever changing, and you can just play all those games for free, basically. And to me, that like even with like PlayStation's exclusives, which you know most of the, like most of them are qual- like they're quality games. Um, I would still say just in general, oh, maybe I would say go down this route. Like so, I mean, I feel like if PlayStation did do something like that, I think that they would cover everything that like doesn't uh, you know that that doesn't make me want to suggest hey you should yeah you should get a playstation because it has everything it's like that's like the one big thing and it is a big thing to me that they are missing to that in my import like in my opinion like the abundance of games that you have access to uh is more uh valuable than the like you know 15 something exclusive titles that are on playstation if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah yeah totally yeah, as as a lifelong PlayStation gamer, it is my console I play the most. 
I am so jealous of Game Pass, and I wish PlayStation would figure it out because it is. Me too. And it just yeah, it makes too much sense to have their own thing. And over the past few months now, like Kyle and I have been dabbling in PS Now, it's wonderful yeah. how it is, and it's just it's, way better than what it used to be. With a few tweaks, like man, it could really kill. Yeah, yeah. Cause I played the first. I played. Um, I played uh, Metal Gear Solid Two um, for the first time this year, and I played it through PlayStation Now. Dude, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. platinum. It ran pretty uh, well. Infamous platinum, Infamous One and Two, and played first um, Festival of Blood for the first time on PS Now. It, it mm-hmm. felt it. They played fantastically. Yeah, it yeah. didn't feel like streaming. Yeah. Uh, on to the next uh, news story from James O'Connor from GameSpot. Dreams is getting its free PSVR update very soon. Dreams, the PlayStation 4 exclusive game and art creation tool from Media Molecule, will receive a huge update soon that will make the game compatible with PlayStation VR. The update, which will arrive for free on July 22nd, will add new tools allowing users to create VR experiences. As detailed on the PlayStation blog, the update will include new new tutorials and kits for VR creation, helping to familiarize you with the controls involved in VR crafting. You'll be able to both create and play in VR, and the developer has tested these options extensively with users. You'll also be able to create games that can be played in VR, even if you don't own the headset yourself, as new gadgets will be added to create mode. Creators will be able to tag if their game is playable in VR or not. Um, Personally, I have not picked up Dreams or Dabbled. I want to. Uh, But having a VR update, does that intrigue either of you to, to hop in? Or first of all, Cam, I know Mike has a VR headset. Do you have PSVR, Cam? I do not have PSVR. I I want to okay. actually get an Oculus Quest. That's like that's the gotcha. route I, I would like to go. Um, mm-hmm. but with uh, yeah, with Dreams going to VR, like it's Dreams is a awesome game that I don't want to touch with a ten foot pole. Like it's just not my <laughs> thing. Don't really uh-huh, care yeah. about it. Um, and but it, it's really cool for what it is and those that uh like it. So with it getting a VR update, like yeah, that's cool. You know, um, yeah. Why not? Why not? For sure, yeah. Mike, what about you? Does this make you want to dive into dreams in VR? I, I could be wrong, but I, I have some sort of delusion, delusional memory of trying dreams in VR when it was like in beta, and it was yeah, I did try it, and it was very hard and intuitive. Granted, it was very very early access before it was even like yeah. out and stuff. Um, I would be interested. Um, yeah, dreams. I remember it first got announced, and I first saw that that demo at a psx however long ago i was so i was all in on like making music doing music video and making music doing music videos and like just being all in on creation tools and i'm just that's not how my brain works um yeah but i i'm excited for people to create vr things if well that's the thing like i i oh yeah it says create and play in vr yeah I'm, Mm -hmm. i'm curious to see what creations will be playable in vr um yeah that'd be cool Especially, I feel like PSVR, there's some great games out there for it. Yeah. But the fact that now Dreams has all those mini games within it. It's so good. Whatever kind of game you want to play is within Dreams already. Um, So, yeah, I think this is great. I think eventually when I do pick up Dreams, I I will 100% check out VR. Because the artists that work in Dreams and know what the tool set is, I don't understand how great these things turn out. I just don't get it. Like that plate of food that was going around what, like last year or sometime. Yeah, yeah. And it looks so real, but like yeah. no, it was made in dreams. Like you, you've got to be. Kidding. And that one like landscape, that grassland by the river yeah. or something like that. I was just like, mm-hmm. "There's no way that's from dreams." <laughs> Are no you way. kidding me? 
Yeah, like it it makes sense seeing what people are doing with dreams, why it took so long for dreams to come out. Yeah. Because they really they really took all that care into it to make sure like we can get things like this. Yeah, like, I, it's I, insane. I can't imagine what VR capable things are going to be there. Cause like some of the stuff yeah. in there are like there's one in particular, I forgot the name of it, but like I don't want to describe it too much to spoil it. But there's mm-hmm. one in particular that just like it presents itself as one thing, like an arcadey shooter. But it's something totally different and mind blowing and terrifying. And man, I can't believe that was a dreams creation. Like it's yeah. like I, I think there wasn't there an update recently about like monetization. Also, like people need to start getting paid for these fucking games. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they better be getting some sort of uh... compensation. Yeah, thank you. I couldn't think of that word. Yeah. Uh, but some more PSVR news coming from Jordan Alleman from IGN. Uh, probably not some great news. Uh, PSVR patent filed for advertisements displayed within the headset. A new PSVR patent filed by Sony Interactive Entertainment suggests that the company is working on technology that will allow advertisements to di- to be displayed within the headset. The patent listing from Sony was first discovered by Segment Nets. Published on June 25th, it shows drawings that offer an example of how a virtual reality advertising model may look in practice. It appears that the advertisements will show up in the periphery parts of your vision, in the top corners of the display, or as a banner in the top middle of the screen. The patent describes the advertisements as additional content for promoting recognition of a given thing or service. One example used in the text is of the user watching a concert with a set of performers appearing at the same time. The technology claims to be able to, quote, detect on which which performer the user is focusing his or her attention and then change the advertisement in accordance with the performer of interest end quote. terrifying we can't say if sony sony is definitely bringing advertising pop-ups to psvr it is certainly working on the concept though i don't know about you guys i don't want to live in this ready player one universe i don't want it <laughs> this is bad what do you think cam yeah i think it depends on like, if it's just advertisements for, oh, this new PSVR game or whatever, like, something that's related to games when you're in the store or something like that, sure. like, that's that's fine. But anything else, like, no, don't do that. As long as it's not in-game, like, as long as I'm not playing, I know it's not PSVR or whatever, as long as I'm not playing Cyberpunk 2077 and I start getting the fucking Secret Labs chair ad as a pop-up <laughs> banner, you know, like... yeah. As long yeah, as it's no. in, like in concert videos and like VR YouTube and whatever, sure, fine. Who, whatever, it's gonna happen. We can't stop it. But just don't like. I don't want it in game. This is gonna take like targeted ads to a whole new level. Oh my god! Like yeah. you, you take off the headset and then you're on your phone browsing and you see the same ad that you saw on your headset. Oh yeah. I don't know if I'm ready for that feature. I can't I wait. Know if I'm ready now. I can't wait for Instagram to just promo that fucking secret labs chair to me for like three yeah, weeks now that's true yeah we, we talked about it now so it's, it's bound to happen uh-huh. um some uh, interesting news from sammy barker over at push square uh sony's not so secret new first party studio adds more naughty dog talent it's probably the worst kept secret in the industry at the moment but sony has a new first party team based in san diego and it's expected to be working on the uncharted franchise as a reminder that the studio continues to recruit talent, Naughty Dog environment artist Zach Oliver, who most recently worked on The Last of Us Part Two, has joined the team. Oliver made the transition to the visual arts studio group last month, presumably ha- having completed his work on Ellie's sophomore adventure. He'll serve as senior environment artist on an unannounced project, which many expect to be some kind of Uncharted sequel or spinoff. While the VASG division is primarily responsible for motion... motion ugh motion capture the japanese giant has been building a development studio off it quote 
PlayStation Visual Arts has a new game development team in partnership with a major Sony studio, said PlayStation talent acquisition lead Fiona Turback in a Twitter post a couple years back. It's been staffing up pretty hard ever since, and we'd expect it to have something to show within the next 18, mo- 18 months or so, presumably for the PlayStation 5. So, with a seemingly new first-party studio in the works, is Uncharted what we want from them, or a brand new IP? Mike, let's start with you. Do we want them to bring us a new Uncharted chapter, or something new? Uh, it doesn't matter what we want, because Uncharted sells, and it's going to be Uncharted. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I would love... I like To me... The Uncharted story is finished. Like I don't need any more Uncharted. Granted, I I think I would be interested in a pseudo sequel spinoff that spins off the end of Uncharted Four. I think that would be yeah. interesting. And if they are going to do that, I if like if it is Uncharted, I hope it's that. Unless it is yeah. more Chloe or whatever, but I hope it's. I I'm, I don't want to spoil Four, but you know what I mean. I know. Yeah. Um, but no, I I want I I always I'm always interested in new IP, especially from a Sony first party. Yeah. For Same sure. with what Naughty Dog. Like, I hope Naughty Dog's next thing is a new IP. Oh, yeah. For sure. What about you, Cam? Yeah, I hope it's not Uncharted. Like, I think Uncharted, like, uh, I know, unpopular opinion, I, I think Uncharted 4 shouldn't exist. Um, I think, uh, I-, I felt like that story was very much a horseshoed in story to use Troy Baker in another Naughty Dog project. And, um, and I didn't, I just didn't like, uh, what they did with, uh, with that, that game in general. Um, but, uh, I enjoyed Lost Legacy though. Um, <laughs> uh, but with, um, but yeah, I, I really hope it's a new IP because I don't know. I'm just getting tired of the same, uh, games like similar to, uh, with Xbox, how there's, well, there were like those placeholders for Fable and Perfect Dark and stuff like that, um, earlier this week. And while I, I'm I'm 100% on board for a new Fable game, give me a new Fable game. Like, with Par- Perfect Dark, I'm like, does anyone really want Perfect Dark? Like, I do. You know, is anyone big? Like, <laughs> like, 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 in the sense of, in a major aspect, especially because it's rumored that The Initiative, which is like their quadruple A studio, yeah. their new studio is working on that. Like, It's their naughty dog, right? It, basically, that's what it's going to be. And I'm just like, it's, what? Yeah. It's why? weird if that's Perfect Dark. Yeah, it's, it's like why why work on something that we haven't seen for so long, and not just work on a new IP that like something new and exciting? Because like that's what I think that Xbox has to do next uh, gener- generation is do what P- uh, PlayStation did this generation is like introduce all these new IPs, um, and like give us something like how give Xbox like an identity like characters that are tied directly to xbox like playstation has um mm-hmm. so for me i hope it's new ip um but i can 100 percent seeing it being uncharted uh yeah. you know it's it's one of those things like if there if it is a new uncharted as long as it has nothing to do with nathan drake and uh all that jazz i'm cool with more uncharted uh but i hope that it's a new ip yeah i'm with both of you i would love a new ip don't know exactly what it would what i want from that um but if it's uncharted cool i like uncharted i love all the games they they mean a lot to me but uh like lost legacy is probably the best of the whole franchise in my opinion i disagree but that's fine oh that's fair it's uh (laughs) it's it's close to the top uh but if it's more of like if we're following chloe and nadine more hell yeah i'm if that whole game is just them great um, I, I like you, Cam. I don't want to see Nathan Drake again. Um, yep. 
it, like and with Mike, like I don't want to spoil for, but like I there is ways that you can continue with the Drake family. But I don't know. Uh, personally, new IP is the the way I want to go because then it just feels like we're getting the same stuff over and over again and gets stale, and that's not what I want for my PlayStation first party studios. Yeah. Mike, anything else you want to follow up with? I really hope the initiative is not working on Perfect Dark. I I would love a new Perfect Dark. I would like I'm very interested in seeing what Perfect Dark looks like in 2020, 2021, but I that's I, I wish the initiative was working on its own fucking thing. Yeah, I I really I hope I really hope it is the case too. So, we'll we'll see. I mean, we'll find out in a couple of weeks probably. Yeah, but I yeah. do think that regardless of like what whatever if it is Perfect Dark, wh- whoever's making it like I similar to Halo Infinite, I think that it needs to be like kind of like it how to be fresh. it needs to be similar to like god of war like especially yeah. halo infinite like it needs to be like all right let's get back to the basics like let's like revamp this to um what halo is about and what halo is about is chief and cortana and yep. you know four and five like uh, four still had that that aspect but i just didn't think the story was that interesting uh five just completely blows out of the water and i just think that yep. they, it just needs to be a return to form perfect dark like i think comparatively to like tomb raider 2013 like make it feel new make like nothing like these other two games from whenever on the 64 and 360 don't yep. matter this is a brand this is brand new from the beginning this is uh joanna's story and we're going from here like that's what i think yeah, those two they games need, need to do they need to make perfect dark feel like a new ip like yeah exactly they need to pretend like 64 and uh zero don't fucking exist exactly Let's uh let's bring it back to the world of PlayStation. Let's still talk. Let, let's right, still so let's, talk, let's about, talk about Sonic Forces. No, <laughs> let's talk about another shooter that is was gone a long time and was supposed to come back pretty soon or resurface, but it's been delayed indefinitely. And we're talking about the Crisis Remaster uh, has been delayed indefinitely following dissatisfaction to leaked footage. This comes from Logan Moore over at Dual Shockers. Over hey. on the official Crisis Twitter account today, Crytek announced that the planned gameplay release for Remastered has been pushed back, as has the game itself. The reason for the delay is seemingly due to the fact that the gameplay that was going to be unveiled today actually leaked yesterday, and many fans did not seem too pleased with it. The leaked video, which you can find at the, the bottom of the article, seems to feature a graphical upgrade that many fans found lacking, to say the least. As such, Crytek is listening to this feedback and is going to take more time to polish the remaster. Quote, This extra time until release will allow us to get Crisis Remastered up to the PC and console-breaking standard you've come to expect from the Crisis games, said Crytek's statement. We hope you understand what we're up to and that you stay with us while we take the time to make a few more improvements, end quote. Based on the footage that was leaked, Crisis Remastered was originally set to launch later this month on July 23rd. Pre-orders were planned to go live today across all platforms as well, but Crytek all has also put a halt on this. Only the Nintendo Switch iteration of Crisis Remaster is still up for pre-order as of now. Crytek has said that this version of the game went up for sale ahead of when it was planned, and as such, they don't want to put a halt on pre-sale since they have already started. Uh, what is the uh, your history with Crisis? I have never touched it. I did not see this leaked footage. Is... Do we even need a Crisis Remaster? Uh, let's I am, start with uh, let's start with Mike. I'm currently watching the leaked gameplay. It looks yeah. fine. I I don't know. Okay. I mean, granted, angry internet gamers are gonna be angry. So sure, I know Crisis mm-hmm. is a beloved thing. I think I played. What was it Crisis Three on the 360? I think that was because the there one is I played. three of them. Right? Yeah. yeah um, 
it was cool. I mean, it's I, I I never understood like the crazy hype over Crisis, but yeah, it seems like it's a cool first person shooter. Um, and yeah, no, I think this it doesn't look like revolutionary, but it looks like a standard remastered. Like mm-hmm. maybe people yeah. are expecting like a full on remake, and that's why they're bummed about it. But like, it mm-hmm. looks good. So yeah. yeah, so at the time of like Crisis releasing, they were. They like revolutionized like graphics, like their graphics yeah. uh, at yeah. the time were That's like outstanding, and it kind of just and it and they kind of just kind of broke the ceiling with each entry. So it's just kind of one of those, hey, we have these sort of ex- they're not expecting like, hey, break the barrier with a remaster, but they want you know, it, it's just kind of like that historical like, hey, you've done this before, do it again. Does, yeah. does that make sense yeah yeah so, so that's kind of that's kind of like where i think the the fans and the gamers aspects are at with uh with the game yeah i, I think yeah. especially in a year of remakes uh, opposed as opposed to remasters like people see uh resident evil 3 and uh final fantasy and tony hawk and i think they're expecting that level of quote-unquote remake remaster not mm-hmm. just a an up res so that's why mm-hmm. people maybe folks yeah. are disappointed yeah it's i i really don't like when fans do this especially so yeah. close to the, mm-hmm. the thing um, yeah because that would have been such a cool thing like reveal yeah. and out in a couple weeks hell yeah that's awesome absolutely that's a great summer thing too like yeah a, a summer shooter for sure um but you know the, obviously they're gonna back to go put some more work into it hopefully crytek gets it out soon because i can't imagine working at home having this all set up and then the, the trailer gets leaked and backlash and now they have to add more work on top of it like it's already stressful enough like yeah mm-hmm. not 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 cool internet angry gamers not cool again don't be a dick yeah please don't uh on to the flash news these are just news we can just talk about real briefly and move on uh a plague tale innocence by asobo studios reaches 1 million sales that's awesome good game. Very good either game. of you play those yes i played yeah i yeah i played it uh, I think the first two thirds of the game are really good, and then the last third it just kind of falls apart. But, um, uh-huh. but I, I I think overall it was a really uh, good game with potential to be like for them to make really really great games in the future. A, uh, yeah. I think it was a fantastic game that is ruined by a terrible fucking boss at the end. Mm. I know I know Joe loves what he played of Plague Tale. I have not dived in myself but one million sales is nothing to shake a stick at That's uh, awesome, it's so. usually whenever playstation has a sale it's usually it's like usually on 20 there. bucks or whatever I, yeah. I highly recommend folks check it out for that yeah cheap, especially yeah it's absolutely Do- totally worth 20 dollars. yeah yeah uh next flash news is every copy of cyberpunk 2077 comes with loads of goodies including a map postcards wallpapers and more um this is really cool for me as a physical edition person uh i love that it's getting we're at a world where there's still games that come with something in the the case, right? Like mm-hmm. instruction booklet it used to be, but this one's like map, wallpaper, stickers. Uh, and also, every single thing, pre-order or not, you'll get digital goodies, like our digital art book and awesome. some cool stuff like that. I want this to be the norm going forward. No more pre-order bonuses or anything like this that. This is like, CD Projekt Red's jam. I mean, Witcher 3 yeah. was the same thing. Like the yep. infamously um, had the thank you note inside. Um they had, I think it was like 12 pieces of free DLC, whether it was like weapons, skins, I think free mm-hmm. missions, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, they're fantastic it's with awesome. this kind of stuff. Yeah, I, uh, 
I mean, it's it's cool regardless. I personally have a collector's edition pre-ordered, so I'm I'm very ah, much jealous. I'm very much looking forward to to it. Like there was a point where I was just like, man, maybe I don't want this collector's edition. But then like I'm <laughs> I'm just like also like, what am I thinking? This game's gonna be amazing. So yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to uh, Cyberpunk. It's probably like it's my second most anticipated game this year after she dreams elsewhere when that eventually comes out Ho- hopefully oh, yes. davion davion released the game <laughs> uh where's the game davion <laughs> um so yeah I, i'm really looking forward to it and uh, i'm looking forward to jumping into night city and all that jazz and also the, oh, yeah. the those chairs are you kidding me that paris really and, like sick. andy got like those are sick those are sick 450 dollars <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Next bit of Flash news is uh, Fuser, which is uh, Mike and I's one of our games of the show from PAX. Hell yeah. Uh, gets a VIP edition with 25 additional DLC songs, skins, a video wall for your, your I guess, your set uh, for $99.99. Um, I put this in here because Joe doesn't really like music rhythm games that much, and I love <laughs> what I played of Fuser. A uh, little bummed that some of the songs are like retail exclusive no they're not they're not they're not anymore thank god okay no so the pre-order bonus mr bright side was one of the songs like how dare you (laughs) so yeah the amazon me and kyle yesterday or i specifically to kyle all day yesterday was like oh my god fuser has retail exclusive things it's fucking terrible the world is ending it sucks (laughs) um because i looked at the amazon listing and it said amazon exclusive songs like mr bright side i was like oh no don't do this oh no Uh, but clearing up looking at their website and looking at other websites everybody's offering three songs and the three songs are mr bright side and two other songs i couldn't care less about um mm-hmm. and yeah i found, think a dua lipa song and, yeah and something, and else. something else and then yeah found this uh the Ooh. vip edition last night on their website with 25 yeah. extra songs fuck yeah let's go yeah the thing if, that if you, if you don't know what fuser is real quick it's like a dj set rhythm think of uh harmonics the drop mix game with yep. like the cards where you're you're mixing up the songs whether each instrument is its own track and you can you have to place it down on beat and on tempo and it's it feels real cool as you're playing you feel like a dj with the mask on I stuff. don't think I've seen drop mix gameplay ever. Like I've heard of this ga- I've heard of the game. I know everything about the game except for actually seeing it in action. I have no idea drop what it looks mix like. Is one of those games that nobody plays correctly. Nope. They just drop <laughs> just cards on the down. fucking thing and just see what yeah. it sounds like. Um the thing that is retail exclusive is like they have different skin packs and video wall packs sure. that are retail exclusive. Okay. Which is fine. That's whatever. Yeah. Who cares? I'm just happy harmonics is back in the the music rhythm game. Yeah, the new thing. Give me it's the awesome. date harmonics. Yeah, it's still fall 2020. We're, we're getting there. We're, we're when am I spending my money on, on you guys? Um, and the final bit of flash news is new Ghost of Tsushima uh, got a trailer. Uh, we're getting to play it in a couple weeks. Did uh, either of you watch that trailer? Nope. I have not. Nope. Just waiting for the game at this point. Yep. Uh, so I'm with Cam. Joe would have made me watch it, but Joe's not here to tell me. Ha <laughs> ha! How dare you? Uh, so I'm. I don't want to see anything else. So Mike, what do you think of this? The cinematic trailer that they released. It's fine. It's a. It's a typical Sony cinematic trailer. Yep. It's fine. Got it. <laughs> like yep. you don't need to watch it. It looks cool. Yeah. I, I can't wait. It's just, it's just a tonal set piece, like a tone piece sure. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. dark ominous. i'm very excited get to choose fucking uh ghost i had to look at the title of the game to figure out the paths i uh, choose oh. ghost or samurai yeah it's, it just showcases that and it looks really cool yeah. i can't wait yeah very excited um a uh, quick reminder that when this game comes out i or even before i think next week 
Uh, we're having Brock McLaughlin back on. He had uh, Joe interviewed him with his time with Last of Us Part Two before release, and we're going to chat about with him about his time with Sushima. So those are the flash news, and usually this is where Joe says prepare the drop, asking if you're holding on to something. But the drop is not happening for a couple weeks. PlayStation Box said it'll come back in, uh, I think, end of July-ish. Um, and really, there's only three things coming out. It's Wonderful 101 on physical, Iron Man VR, and Minecraft Dungeons, Jungle Awakens DLC. So slim pickings. Obviously, if you have VR, I think Iron Man VR is the game to get this week if you're looking to buy something. But you can probably save up for Ghost at this point. Kyle, did you play the Iron Man VR demo? Yeah. The new one? Not the new one. No. Okay, J- just not. just the Comic Con one we played. So yeah, just the Comic Con okay. one. Yeah. Did you? No. Okay. <laughs> like I'm I've, just curious. I've, I'm I've curious, figured, but I figured it's probably the same, but probably you know more polished. Oh, I want to um, play it like with my setup because uh, like yeah. I, just to remind folks on this show, or if I don't, you probably talked about it on this show back mm-hmm. in October. Um, yeah, Kyle and I played it at New York Comic Con, and like I I personally didn't love it i thought it felt really weird but i don't want to blame the game for that i kind of blame the playstation rep breathing down my neck and being tangled yeah. in all the cables and stuff yeah. uh, so i yeah I, I still have the demo downloaded on my ps4 i want to try it mm-hmm. see if i'm spending money on it does this sway you uh for psvr cam at all being the being main the main Iron Man? the main thing i don't the main reason i don't want a psvr is just the cords like once yeah, playstation releases a wireless version of psvr i'll be like cool I will pick it yep. up. But right now I'm just like, nope, don't want to mess with that. So, sure. uh, that yeah. Um, it, but I feel like Iron Man VR is going to be one of those few PSVR exclusives that come out like, and will not go to other VR. It'll stay as a PSVR exclusive. I don't see it coming to other VR platforms, which kind of bums me out because I do want to play it. Um, so I'm just hoping that like, you know, with the PS5 coming out that, they'll eventually have a ps uh vr2 where where it's wireless and then P- uh, iron man vr ends up becoming like backwards compatible and i can yeah. uh play it that yeah. way for sure yeah well presumably with playstation's whole mandate if it's if it counts for vr also then this would be backwards compatible for ps5 oh, hypothetically after the date because right? after the date yep that'd be great yeah I, I i'm excited for it it just i don't feel like i want to play in vr in the heat in the summer also uh, with <laughs> get all fogged up i know eyes. with psvr uh resident evil 8 does have P- psvr capabilities they did say that a long time ago and that's and next it's, gen only. it's only next gen yeah so so hmm. fingers crossed we get that wireless version because i will buy that day one same yeah uh now we're on to uh andy house's snail mail usually joe flies across the ocean and breaks into andy house's house and steals his mail but I'm not doing that. I asked Andy nicely to send his mail, forward it to me at my address, and we're going to ask them on the show. If you want to get your questions in, you can either mail them to Andy House's house or Twitter PS Showroom or Casa de Bad Bit on Discord. The first one comes from Alvadar. I'm sorry if I said that screen name wrong. <laughs> he writes, or she writes, uh, I can remember thinking back to the PS4 reveal and release. I would often wonder what the PS5 would look like. Here we are seven years later, I think, and we finally know what the PS5 will be and what a lovely box it is. Now I'm wondering yet again what the PS6 will be like. Jeez. Any thoughts on where Sony will take it next next gen? If you were Mark Cerny sitting down to brainstorm the PS6 once dust is settled on the PS5 release, what ideas would you have? 
to me, I instantly thought of the orb, <laughs> the 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 fake orb one back in the day that everyone was freaked out about. You know what, Sony, give me the Okama Game Sphere and then call it a day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, right. The Game Sphere. That's what I was exactly Okama thinking. It's like sphere. the games, the Game Sphere from uh, Drake and Josh. Let's just make it like that, you know, and <laughs> yeah. and call it a day. Um, will be even bigger than the, what the PS5 is now. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Like. I don't, it's gonna. I it's, don't know. This is a. This. This is uh, a hard to answer question. Yeah. Um. Especially I mean, because no one thought of like this wingtip PS5. Like can, that came out of nowhere. Can yeah, I amend this question a little bit for you guys? Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. What do you want the PS5 Slim to look like in however many years? Obviously, slim, slimmer and smaller, but... Not like Kaiba's Battle City outfit. Um, Dude, it's the best, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say... I feel like if it, if it was a slim version, I think it would look a lot similar. Similar to, like, the PS4 to the PS4 Pro, just smaller. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then eventually there's probably going to be a PlayStation Pro. 5 Pro or something like that. And that's going to be massive knowing how, like how big the double, PS5 yeah, already double is. Wings. Yeah, exactly. So it's, I don't know. That's just where I'm, yeah, I'm at I, about it. I don't know what the, the quirky thing would be like PS PS3 was the, the big fat monster thing with the Chrome lettering. PS4 was the slantedness of it. The uh, well, the slantedness until the slim came out. Then they changed it. True. Yes. But uh, and then we get PS5 with the the wings. What I I don't know. They're not going to go back to a basic design. No. I don't think you can. You're too far ahead of the game. You can't <laughs> you can't go back in time. I feel like like a fucking Wonder Woman's invisible jet. That's that's what it will be. <laughs> or it's like the. Um, uh, Dragon Ball Z scanner. It's just it just you wear it on your face <laughs> yeah. and it comes out in front of your in front of your eye and that there it is, the PS6. That'd be funny. Uh the most famous Seamus in the entire world writes, What number of launch games do you want to see on the PS5? Do you want a high number of launch games or a low number? Cam, what do you think? Do you want a, a big group of games to pick from or a small one? I think that entirely depends on just like the first year of the PlayStation 5, which I don't think we're going to really see. Like we we know we know Horizon 2 is coming in 2021. We know Spider-Man's coming out, uh, you know Miles Morales is coming out at the end of this year. Um I like is he is is this question referring to first party titles or just in general? I just think any a number of launch games. Um I would say like 5 is a reasonable number, like a realistic mm-hmm. number. Um, you know, because Cyberpunk's also coming out like around the same time. That's going to be big. Um, assuming that people are, you know, you're going to be playing Cyberpunk and you're going to upgrade to the PS5 version mm-hmm. when that eventually comes yeah. out. Um, and that'll, you know, that'll last you a long time. Uh, yeah, I think five is a good number uh, as well yeah, with it, Spider-Man as well. So Yeah, I'm thinking from just the, the presentation, there's Spider-Man. There's Kina, there's Bug Snacks, Death Loop. Um, uh, I know I'm missing another one there from that presentation. But then you also got to think, like uh, you said, Cyberpunk, Avengers. You can Avengers. play on PS5 Day One. Uh, Tokyo. Valhalla, you can Valhalla. also play. That's uh, next year. Ghostwire is next year. Oh, is that next? It's Ghostwire next year. Okay. Yeah. So there, there's at least seven right there, and probably some smaller stuff. But obviously, sports games, 2K. Oh yeah. 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 
Yeah, I think they'll I think they'll be solid. Um, and yeah, like I'm I'm lo- I'm really looking forward to uh, you know, because again, another hot take. Like I wasn't super blown away by the PS5 presentation. Um, oh, I know. I wa- I watched your reaction. Oh, you did. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Once when, when Spider Man hit, you're like, all right, that's all I need. And which I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I know. But yeah, it's like yeah, okay. It was good. It was a good time. Yeah, cause yeah, cause for me, I was just like, uh, I thought Spider Man was like was great because I said for the longest time that Spider-Man was going to come before Horizon and people thought I was crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was cool. Uh, Kenna and uh, Little Devil Inside like yeah, were oh, yeah. the two games that really stood out to me. Um, and then everything else, I was like, this is cool, but like it doesn't, it doesn't like it doesn't really speak to, speak to me or, or yeah. it was something that I already expected to come out. So I was just like, okay, cool. Like, so the only yeah. thing that really like, so like that, surprised me with spider-man just because even though i was confident it was going to happen before horizon mm-hmm. i didn't actually think it was going to yeah. happen so that was really exciting um but yeah i think uh i i what i don't know at this point it really just depends on how my life is going <laughs> from financially whether or not i end up getting a, a ps5 at launch or not because yeah. I want to at this point now that Miles Morales is going to be a, um, a holiday title, but um, I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely prioritizing the Xbox Series X. Um, so it really just depends on where I'm at monetarily. Because yeah, there are mm-hmm. those games like Kenna and, and Little Devil Inside that definitely speak to me that make me want to uh, get a PS5 at launch. Um, there are other games I'm looking forward to like Deathloop and stuff like that, but not to the degree um where to get a whole new box for it yeah not not to well not even that just not to the degree that i'm going to wait that i'm willing to wait a year to play that on my xbox like i'm not like i need to play this right when it launches like spider-man i can only get a spider-man kenna and little devil inside like those games are like interesting like speak to me enough where i'm like okay Mm -hmm. i want to play this when it comes out um and then probably play it again when it hits xbox (laughs) yeah what about you mike do you want a big uh launch lineup to choose from or a small one no like what what you guys just said like yes yeah, spider-man death loop uh valhalla presumably bug snacks um even those four bug right snacks? there like <laughs> I, fuck yeah bugs. i'm stoked for bug snacks you me? <laughs> yeah. um talking about bug snacks talk about bug snacks um yeah no i i don't want to be pressured into feeling like so behind already day one on the ps5 because like yeah we're all gonna be playing cyberpunk still we're all gonna be playing avengers still hopefully if avengers shakes out to be good um -hmm. even valhalla we're expecting like a hundred hour another hundred hour rpg like i don't need i give me quality over quantity i I don't need like a massive launch lineup and i rather a more consistent first year than a, a great like a massive launch lineup like presumably yeah i mean we know horizons 2021 hopefully we got um, Demon Souls soon after that. Hopefully, Ratchet and Clank is soon after that. Like, hopefully, you know, we get into this flow where every like two months or so, PlayStation mm-hmm. Studios is dropping like a big, big thing. Yeah, I don't want another drought. Same with PS4 that first the PS4 year. PS4 like... first year. Like, I, I again, we talked about earlier. Like, I appreciate Contrast and Resogun and stuff like that. Like, the indies really tidying us mm-hmm. over until like Infamous Second Son and Bloodborne and stuff like that. But. Yeah, other than Infamous Second Son and Bloodborne, like it, it was a drought for a decent yeah. while. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, g- give me a, a smaller dose so I don't feel like I'm already falling behind because that's that's no fun. Th- yeah. Then I don't just don't play games. 
That's yeah. what happens with me, at least. Uh, Mr. Glorious One writes in, Jason Schreier infamously tweeted that games are too long. To what extent do you guys agree with the statement? Personally, I think that it all depends on how that time is spent and if you feel as though it was worth the investment. So this, I think, was brought on because everyone was talking about The Last of Us Part Two and that it was probably longer than we all anticipated. Um, so where do you guys stand on this? Are games too long? Does it depend on the game? Cam, let's start with you. Oh, uh, yeah, it's completely dependent on the game. Um, I think that, uh, like, you know, regardless of my feelings of Uncharted 4, I played through Uncharted 4, and I think a third of that game could have easily been cut out of that game and should, you know, and uh, felt like uh, padding. And I think that, um, you know, spoilers, when you get to the second half of uh, The Last of Us Part Two, like, um, while I understand why, like, the narrative reasons as to why you're doing this and uh, why they did what they did and things like that, I feel like um, certain parts of that game could have just been out like out of the way and not a part of the game and uh, and it would have uh made the game a little bit shorter um especially just because of the way how they make the game feel like you're hitting the climax and then it's just like nope we're starting another like, basically we're starting from the beginning but with an, another character and then until we get back to the same climax and I'm just and it's just like well that's a little uh you know polarizing and and disjointed mm -hmm. uh, just based off of like that one example but yeah i mean like you know like persona is 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 like a 75 plus hour experience and but the way that they use the time in that game one it doesn't like when you when you play that game for that long it doesn't feel like you're playing that game for that long the time goes by so fast so when you like uh you know there are definitely still times where you're just like oh this game is long but it's not like but it's not like that the game's doing a bad job at using your time. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just sometimes you just get fatigued. Like there are mul multiple factors that are going, that are going uh, into a discussion as to simply as games are too long. Um, but I definitely like, I, li I like shorter games. Uh, you know, as someone who's, who like likes JRPGs a lot, like I like it. It's, it's, it's kind of like that frustration where I, I like, I want JRPGs. I like short JRPGs because there are too many really long ones. But then there's also that mentality that in a lot of JRPGs, you get used to these characters and you want to never leave them. And then by the time you're at the end, no matter if it's a short game or a long game, you're just like, wait, I don't want to leave you. I don't want this game to end. Mm -hmm. So it's just, um, it, it really is dependent on, on the game. Uh, but I do think that for probably most... I could say most triple A titles, big triple A titles that uh we get I'm I'm sure that there are there's like a good, you know, few hours that could be cut from each of those games and that wouldn't really tarnish the experience. Um again, I don't think that for all all triple A big major titles, but I, I, I could say that for the, I could think that for the majority of them that is the case though. Gotcha, yeah. Mike, what about you? Are games too long? Good question, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, it depends on the game. Um, I, I going back to my statement that I just said with the launch lineup, like yeah, quality over quantity most of the time. Um, I, these are gonna be two very hot takes, but like a lot, like two games I think are way too long for their own good that made me not enjoy them as much as I should have. Uh, given my history with certain games, uh, I I did not like Assassin's Creed Odyssey at all because I think that game is way too fucking big. 
Uh, so I was really happy to hear they took that criticism and applied it to uh, Valhalla. Valhalla is supposed to be a tighter experience, which I'm very, very excited about. So I'm curious to see what that looks like later this fall. Um, and even though I love the story and I love like the context of that game, I, like, I think Night in the Woods is also way too big, uh, way too long. I think that game would have benefited if it was just like a nice tight four hour, three hour experience, not this like eight hour, nine hour thing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I always prefer a tighter experience. Like, yeah, cut the fat out. Even with Last of Us Part 2, again, not to go into any spoilers or anything, we were on the uh, dual screens um, spoiler cast last night. And I believe you refer to uh, Return of the King. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah, even it though, has like, a little bit of that. It, like, it definitely has that. And it could have, like, tightened up a little bit, even though, like, what even though like i i felt that like it could have ended so many different mm -hmm. times i enjoyed it like the the multiple endings so to speak mm -hmm. um it's very hard to talk about the game without spoilers i know um but yeah no i it depends on the game um yeah yeah i, I a lot of people i think it, it, a lot of pressure is put on developers by consumers thinking like oh i'm paying 60 dollars for this game it better last me 100 hours yeah. Like, no, it doesn't have to. Like, think of Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Think of, I don't know, God of War. Like, these, they're like, 20 hours is still, like, 20 hours. That's a lot. But it's, it's a tighter, great experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for, for me, like, I don't care how long the game is. I'll play it as long as I'm having a good time with it. Exactly. Um, sure, yeah, yeah, there's probably some, some games that can cut some things off of it. But, like, I'm also baffled that, like, we have one of our buddies on Platform Agnostic, Jake Palmer put in an insane amount of time into destiny 2 like 500 hours or yeah. a thousand hours like i for me i don't see how people can do that but like if they're gonna spend their time doing that all if you're having fun go play as long as you want like if, if you if you are 50 hours into last of us part two have a great time yeah like i ended that game at like 32 and like i was not ready to say goodbye to it um and like uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I put in close to 100 hours in that. Like, I had a great time the whole way through. It is game-dependent, and if the game is not fun and it's still super long, then that's an issue. Yeah. But, like, there's a game for everybody. So, even though you might not like it, somebody else will. So, to me, time is for irrelevant. Um, I'm sure when I'm older and I don't have as much time... Granted, I'm at home now, no job really, so yeah, like, I was gonna say, especially as as want, especially but... in a pandemic, time is irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, God, it's gonna suck going back to a job and having to it's all right. dive it's, into. It's the not gonna happen day. anytime soon, so it's fine. No, it won't. Uh, and our last question for this episode comes from Marcus O'Neill. He writes, "I'm early into my second playthrough of The Last of Us Part Two, and I honestly think it might be better than my first time." Even though I know what's coming, I'm now noticing all the smaller details and appreciate the gravity of the characters' actions even more. And this is coming from someone who typically hates replaying games. Are there any games that you enjoyed even more on the second playthrough? Mike, are there any games when you played it the second time? Well, let me back up. Do you guys replay games? Depending on the game. Yeah? Yeah. You can. It, 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 like, nowadays, it has to be a game that, like, I really fucking dig to to yeah. to replay like um there are certain games that i will replay like some of my favorite games of all time like i don't really care to replay just because i don't think that i get much benefit from replaying it it was like like one of my favorite game, uh, games of all time is limbo but mm -hmm. but and that's because of my 
feelings of finding out the ending of that game and like how I interpreted the ending of that game. But like no, now knowing that going into limbo again, like it, it doesn't have the same effect. Like it wouldn't Mm -hmm. have the same effect to me. Um, you know, and, but then there's games like kingdom Hearts two, like, I can replay that game as many times as I want and I'll never get bored of it. And, uh, mass effect, mass effect two. And, um, you know, uh, there's, there's plenty of games that I, you know, and there are games that like, there are other games I will replay that. Yeah. may not have the same impact the first time around, but more just to like learn, like to like miss, like notice things I didn't notice the first time around or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like, you know, but something like Limbo is a very straightforward experience. Um, so that's that's a little bit different. Uh, so yeah, I like to replay games. Um, I'm trying to think about the last game that I've played that I that I immediately wanted to replay. I mean, I replayed Final Fantasy VII Remake because I wanted to play that yeah. game on hard. You know, enjoyed that uh, of course. Um, that was uh, my example. Like I had a yeah, I had a great time on hard. It was difficult, but I, yeah. There's something about not relying so heavily on like your MP and learning how yeah. to strategize and getting your way yeah. through it. I love that so much. I enjoyed that a lot more the second time through. Yeah, and yeah. then another. Oh, and then, and then the only other game I I replayed this year is Kingdom Hearts three uh, for the Remind DLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two examples that come to mind for me are um, I, I joked about it earlier, but Star Fox sixty four is generally my favorite game of all time. I do play it at least once a year, either on N sixty four or. Um, 3ds just because i find pure joy in playing that game over and over again um but one game i do think was better a second and a third time uh was bloodborne um playing through bloodborne the first time was like that was my first experience with the soulsborne game um and it was like very scary intimidating all that kind of stuff and then when you play a first time and start a second playthrough the second playthrough like when i knew what was coming and i knew strategies behind it i felt more confident and i felt like i could breathe and live in that world and like actually enjoy living in that world for a little bit more um, and then playing it a third time and a little bit of fourth time. I didn't do a full fourth playthrough, but I did the DLC twice on a new game plus for trophy cleanup. Um, being able to like actually like experiment with like with different weapons and stuff like that. Once I was like actually comfortable with certain enemies and certain bosses and stuff, and feeling mm-hmm. more free to do weirder weapon combinations that I wouldn't have like dared to try my first playthrough. Um, so yeah, like the Souls games, I, I think are really really enjoyable for multiple playthroughs. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of a game that I enjoyed more on the second one. I think Last of Us will be one of those games for me. I, I that's what I was gonna say. I think when I replay through Last of Us Part Two again fully, because of what happens in that story again, yeah. not gonna spoil it for you. I think it'd be cool to see it through that lens going through it a second time, especially with like um, certain lines of dialogue that are in early on that like foreshadow in a way. Yeah, or I mean, yeah, very much like, situations. Yeah, yeah, like even ta- thinking of like the first game when I replayed yeah. it directly after I beat it on Grounded, I went straight back in for Grounded Plus, and there were things that happened in that game that I enjoyed the second time through that I didn't really pick up on, like hints at like, you know, uh, the the uh, oh my god, environmental ser- storytelling, like you're yeah. picking up notes that you missed, and you're, you're learning about Ish or like you know the ones in Last of Us Part Two are insane. Um, so things like that, that I can add to my experience even more. Like I can't, honestly, if I ever get around to it and I think I will now that it's confirmed to be coming to PS5, once I replay control a second time, I can't wait to Mm. do that. Um, 
let alone it'll run way better on PS5 and Xbox yeah, Series X. Yeah, I think at this point I decided to wait to play the DLC Same. for PS5. Because, like, yeah. trying to jump into Foundation, I could not play that fucking game again. Like, it felt yeah. so hard trying to relearn how to play it. I'd rather replay it on PS5 and then jump into the DLC. Yeah. The only other game that I played more through twice is Borderlands 2, because I love Borderlands 2. Mm. Um but that to oh, me, yeah. I don't get more enjoyment than that. It's just like I just enjoy Borderlands, and I love Handsome Jack, so I'll just go through and listen to him. Yeah, lunch. for sure. I've played through that game numerous times. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Uh, but gentlemen, thank you for joining us. That was this episode of the Trophy Room. Thanks for coming in, uh, Cam. Where can people find you? Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Cinephile Guy, and you can follow Dual Shockers at DualShockers.com as well as at DualShockers on Twitter. And I also stream at Twitch.tv slash the Cinephile Guy. And you you hinted at it before, but what are you going to be on with IGN? Oh yeah, and I'm going to be on IGN Beyond uh, next week. Uh, oh, yeah. On, yeah, on the episode, uh, literally a week from re- today recording. So uh, Wednesday, yeah. uh, July eighth, uh, was That's when awesome. that episode will come out. Does it feel real yet? No, it does not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it does not. Um, and I, it probably won't. It like, it's a similar feeling to when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl this year because I'm a Chiefs yeah. fan, <laughs> and I was, just, and I'm still just, I, really? I, I'm, I, I got in so much denial that I, I for, I, I kind of forget. I'm like, oh yeah, the, we won the Super Bowl this year. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So, um, but no, it's literally a dream come true. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I like, you know, and I'm sure that you guys. Feel, you would feel the same way um being able mm-hmm. to be on uh, ign like that's the dream you know working for i like working for ign so but yeah, i'm very uh thankful like i don't even know what I, how to how to what to say like i literally yeah. just sent out a random tweet expecting nothing to, out of it and then just you know jonathan being the coolest person ever and i'm like uh what <laughs> so yeah that's awesome yeah we're, yeah we're so look so for free. cam on podcast beyond uh next week it's gonna be great uh mike what about you uh, you can find me at MixTownDraw on all social medias. That's M-I-X-T-O-W-N-D-R-O-W. Uh, you can find Kinda NYC at Kinda NYC on Twitter, KindaNYC.com. Uh, speaking of Last of Us Part 2, we do have a spoiler chat on our Discord. You can find that Discord link at KindaNYC.com. Just scroll away to the bottom. You can find that invite link. Uh, you can listen to our bi-weekly video game show, Platform Agnostic, which uh, Kyle is also on with our friends Matt and Jake. That's at Plat Agnostic on Twitter, and alternating every week with Platform Agnostic is Dollar Slice Pod podcast. That's at Dollar Slice Pod. That's our just hangout, chill, conversational podcast, which we uh, we will be getting back to probably this week. <laughs> we uh, yeah, it, video games have been a lot lately, so they they've been taking the forefront lately, and uh, that and we, just real world and just real world. Kind of, um, it's a lot, and you could. Uh, watch our live stream reactions to a lot of the uh, summer game fest stuff at uh twitch.tv slash kind nyc with the vod get being published to our youtube channel just search kind nyc uh subscribe do me a favor i'm on this campaign of getting 100 subscribers so i could actually make a custom url i'm so Please. over <laughs> youtube.com slash ycx0w3fu youtube <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, and I, and uh, R Wings at R Wings Music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're listening to this before Friday, I'm playing a show on Twitch at uh, Twitch.tv/slash awesome. R Wings Music. Also, he does a great cover of the Bugs Bugsnack song featured on Push Square. 
Yeah, it was awesome. That <laughs> was weird. Uh, you can follow me, as always, at Ninja 73 This show at PS Room on Twitter, Casa de Bad Bit on Discord. Uh, if you have a few bucks, consider uh, pledging to our Patreon at patreon.com slash badbit. As well as I do a show all about the best friends of the Kind of Funny community, which will be coming back pretty soon. Just taking a little bit of break off. Um, that is at BFS Talk Funny. Both of these gentlemen have been on that show, so go listen to those episodes. And, uh, oh, I almost forgot. Before we sign off, uh, next week, on next week's episode, I will announce the winner of our uh, uh, of my uh, Last of Us 2 Collector's Box giveaway. Uh, if you want to be entered, all you have to do is tweet at me, Joe, or the PS Trophy Room on Twitter, a screenshot of a donation receipt, a recent donation receipt, to a Black Lives Matter cause or COVID-19, and you will be entered to win. The Collector's Box has a Last of Us Part 2 duffel bag, pint glass, coasters pins socks and i think something else so if you're interested in that send us your donation receipts and keep the fight going uh until next time keep being great bye